I'm Fitzgall, and you're listening to a preview of Dirtbag Diaries Plus. Today, we've got a conversation with author, adventurer, podcast host, journalist, and all-around badass, Shelby Stanger. You may have heard of Shelby through her podcast, which is, you know, in the same space as ours, Wild Ideas Worth Living. The podcast basically looks at people's ideas and how they followed through on them through the lens of the outdoor space. And Shelby's talked to a lot of people. She's had a lot of experience in picking apart how people make things happen in their life. She's a new book out, Will to Wild, and it covers how people engage with those ideas and make them happen. We sat down to chat about that. I'm Fitzgerald Hall, and you're listening to The Diaries Plus. And I'm interested with all the people you've talked to, right? Uh, the the array is staggering of people kind of living out their, not necessarily dreams, but their ideas. They're, they're living out these different paths through life, particularly around the outdoors. Do the ideas share common DNA? You know, is there an element of somebody saying to themselves, like, I don't want to think about what if any longer, or I don't want to regret not trying this? Or, like, do you see common DNA in the people you talk to? Well, I think most of their ideas are ideas that someone else said, you're crazy for doing. And these people decided to pursue them anyway. And that's really hard because people like to say they don't care what other people think, but I I care what other people think, if I'm honest. And yet these people have decided to pursue their passion regardless of what other people think and regardless of the fact that it might not make sense on paper. I think that's like one of the biggest common themes. There are also people who are sensitive. I think a lot of the adventurers I've met and interviewed over the years are more sensitive than you've imagined. And I'm sure you've seen that too. You know, they come across as these incredible high achievers that scale mountains, but they're often very multifaceted and sensitive. And they have a deep connection to nature, which I think helps them with their sensitivity. Has there been, you know, one adventure or experience, and maybe it's all of them, but where, where you thought to yourself after interviewing somebody, dang, I wish I could have had that idea and lived that idea. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had like Alex Honnold's approach to fear. I just find him to be incredible and the confidence of some of the people that I've interviewed, but there hasn't been one person. I mean, to be honest, if I can be fully transparent, the only people I'm super envious of are these girls who wear their thongs and surf pipeline when it's like maxing. I think that's so cool. I mean, (laughs) I'm a little envious of just like being able to look this hot in a bikini and paddle out on monster sized pipeline and get absolutely barreled out of your mind. I'm scared of big waves. I'm scared of anything even a little over my head. And I think because I'm so fearless, but so fearful at the same time, it's made me a really good interviewer. And that's really what the will to wild is about. It's about how to deal with fear. And I think the stories that are in there are all about using adventure to develop courage so that you can have courage to do the things that scare you on land as well as, you know, once you do something on the trail or in the water that scares you, it's so much easier to do them on land. You know, that surfing wave that I caught that I just spoke about in Laguna Beach 
Once I caught that wave in the water, I had the courage to on land quit my job. And that's the thing about wild ideas is the courage you get from them is exponential. Like one wild idea leads to something else and then to something else and then to something else. So there's no one idea that I think I want to, I don't know. I guess that's a good question. I'll keep thinking about it, but I love all the people I interview. And I mean, as an interviewer, I think it's been really such a special place to be in because I get to take little bits and pieces from every single person I interview and incorporate their knowledge into my own life. Yeah, this is, that, that was kind of my follow-up question there is, is like, you know, you've obviously made a leap in your life before you started Wild Ideas, but all those conversations since, how, how they've rubbed off on you, you know, like, do you, do you find yourself like in an instant being like, oh, I'll just take a little bit of, of knowledge from Alex Honnold or a little bit of knowledge from Rumap or whatever, whatever it is, like how, how has it played out in your own life since, you know, you've really immersed yourself in this bearer of our stories? Rumap has had a big influence on me. She said this quote that has really stuck with me and that's, change happens at the speed of relationships. And I had someone on who was talking about something and they were going to cancel someone for it. And I was like, why? Like, why, why cancel them? Why not try to build a relationship with them? Like, that's how you create everlasting change. And I try to do that in my own life. Instead of getting bitter at someone who didn't do something I wanted them to do, I just try to have a relationship with them and send them love because that's the only way change really happens. And she's really good at building community. She also said that famous line, you know, nature doesn't care how much money is in your bank account, what you look like, who you are. And it's such a great equalizer. I, I think that's really cool. So I've taken that from her. There's a woman that I interviewed that's an unlikely adventurer. The most unlikely probably of all the people I've interviewed, her name is Dr. Edith Eager. And I interviewed her when she was 91. And Edith happens to be a, hol a Holocaust survivor. And she talked to me about self-love in a way that I hadn't heard anybody talk to me about self-love. And she said, self-love is self-care. It's not narcissistic. And dear listeners, you know, a lot of adventurers get a lot of crap for being adventurous. We do these things that are sometimes considered really selfish. And we make sacrifices where, you know, if the waves are good, we sometimes are canceling on our friends and family or we're sometimes going on trips for days on end to go pursue our goal. And we're pretty myopic when we have one. She says, no, like that's self-love and self-care. And it's not selfish. You got to be there for yourself to be able to be there for other people. And I don't know, that really stuck with me as well. Patagonia, so when who also is the outdoor drag queen, Patagonia. I had him over and I think I was his first podcast he'd ever done. He came, he dressed as Patagonia. We went surfing together. She wore her platform boots in the water and it was just so thrilling. And then later we talked for the book and I didn't know at the time that when I did the first interview with Wynn that they, he and Patty were getting tons of haters. And I asked him how he dealt with that because I really haven't experienced a lot of haters, but I've gotten one or two comments that really bothered me. And he's like, just do what RuPaul says, you know, if they ain't paying your time, pay the haters no mind. And I thought that was a really valuable lesson to learn as well, because I think sometimes when we pursue these wild ideas, you know, what Wynn was telling me is sometimes we trigger other people. 
I know a lot of the people who told me I was really crazy for quitting my job and were kind of mean to me when I was first doing it. Some people were even mean to me when I started a podcast. They weren't pursuing their wild ideas and their own mind. And they tend to kind of lash out. They tended to be a little bit mean to me. Same thing happened when I wrote a book. I had this one friend who was kind of a jerk and she was like, I can't believe you didn't even include me in your book. You included everyone else. And I was like, what? Like, I can't believe you're even saying that. And what I realized is she's someone who's wanted to write a book for like 20 years and she hasn't. So me writing a book just triggered something inside of her. And, you know, the answer to all of this is love. Like give people love. Everybody's fighting a battle you know nothing about. To hear the full episode, subscribe to Diaries Plus. With a subscription, you'll gain access to other exclusive episodes, ad-free content, and more Type 2 fun. Plus, you get to support the future of the show. There's a link in the show notes, or you can head to dirtbagdiaries.com backslash plus to subscribe. As always, thanks for listening.